Welcome to the first ever Green White Checkered Podcast. I am Andrew, also known as Picks by Fitz, here with Austin, Zach, and Joe. Hello. Howdy. What's up? So we have cars on track at Daytona. Uh, we've got qualifying going on round two right now. What are you guys thinking? Ford seem fast right now. Sure do. They sure do. And uh, Hendrick still has that qualifying speed. Hopefully one of these years they can turn it into a Daytona win. It's been a while, but good to see we they're should, still fast. We should preface this by saying Joe is a full on HMS Homer. <laughs> that that I am. Uh, yeah. Not a That's lot of fair. bias there from a group of people. Yeah, so we call him Joe Sweden, as it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> or is that Switzerland I'm thinking of? I don't know. One of them. Switzerland. Switzerland. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure there's that. Well, yeah. We got it. We got the gist. We, yeah. <laughs> Message received. Yeah, you're fine. Well, I took a shot. I'm, I'm not a geographic expert. <laughs> it was a good shot. Start with an S. So. <laughs> Close enough. It's European. They probably speak some version of German. I don't know. Yeah. He's in. Oh, yeah, you're a German guy. Do they speak German? Uh, in Sweden? It's yeah. A, it's a Germanic language, but it's it's a very funny German language. Kind of like a, like Dutch. Ah. It's kind of like bouncy. You know, uh-huh. like, a, like Ikea. Like when you go to Ikea and see all that furniture, that's that's Swiss. That's, or it's that's not that. Swiss. That's Swedish. <laughs> Switzerland, they do speak German, but that's a dialect of German. They also speak French, French, Italian, and then they have their own like native language. Those are their four national languages so for uh, the listeners we're connecting the swedish language to ikea furniture is what we're doing and also to nascar somehow um yeah. as <laughs> uh, together as william byron keeps the first spot here and around uh in the he just put down here. a lap that, that yeah the hard, it's the hard-hitting analysis you come here for oh wow <laughs> that, Seven. That was... yeah he's miles ahead of uh the two cars cendrick here what was bowman's in the first round it was a 717 wasn't it yeah it was a yeah. Something like that. I thought it was there a 9-7, but... The weed car. <laughs> so, we had a lot of silly season changes. I think the biggest one is, obviously, Tyler Reddick going to 23-11 and Kyle Busch going to RCR. Um, We do have a Kyle Busch homer. And I myself... Well, I'm not a homer. You're a homer. <laughs> mm, I wouldn't yeah. say I'm a homer. Oh, that's 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 insulting. Alleged oh, Homer. Yeah. Alleged Homer. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see him trying to get the draft off of Cinder? <laughs> I saw the uh, Todd Gillen <laughs> doing that in round one also. Dropping down on the backstairs trying to get a little bit of a draft. I wonder how much that helped. I, I can't imagine that helps that much because you're turning the wheel more. That's got to hurt more than anything. Especially there at the yeah. end, he like cut hard to the, like he, you know, waited the last minute to cut over. I feel like that's just going to shove. Well, like, she have off more speed than it's worth getting some guy coasting down the backstretch, you know? That's like whenever I see somebody, like, whenever you, you see it in IndyCar a lot, when they try to, like, oh, break Kyle the Bush. draft going down the backstretch. Right. Like, I always feel like you're just, you're making yourself drive a further distance, and you're doing what you just said, scrubbing speed. Like, you're losing momentum, I feel. So does it really do anything? I don't know. I mean, I guess it does, because they all do it. Right. I mean, I guess the... Anything you lose with, like, look, they show that replay of him. I mean, he just had cut that was all right. way, way too yeah. close for comfort. I think there. in the IndyCar situation, any that you lose by turning the wheel, the guy behind you is also losing by turning the wheel. Sure. And like, you still gain because there's just that, like, that little bit of extra draft he's not getting, even if he's following pretty close. Like, you know, I feel like the turn is still disrupting the air a little bit more to some degree. I don't know. I'm not a physicist, but. I just feel like it. That's not a parallel example to to him going down the eight. You know, like I, I get your point, but I just I feel like it's worse for him here. Like he was far down there. I don't know. Yeah. It's I noticed when Gillen did it earlier, he bottomed out because he did it much later and ended up kind of hitting the apron where the banking was. That was mid. Seemed like stretch. it was really. Seemed like it was really a last second decision there too. Like the way he cut, he wasn't playing on it. Just like oh, let's see if this works. Right. Yeah, man, Amarola was close there. One was it one thousandth? Yep. Wow. Not not expecting that from Amarola of all people. Final season, right? He was he was quick last year. I think he was he was the only one that broke up the Hendrick train last year. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. He got caught up in the first accident though, didn't he? 
Well, I'm, I'm talking about qualifying. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't remember how he did in the race, even I, though I just watched it today. <laughs> I watched a little <laughs> bit of it the other night. I believe he was caught up in the uh, Harrison Burton flip. He could have been. A lot of good cars got wrecked out of that. They sure did. I can't believe, I, just going back to that, I was, again, I was rewatching it. And just like how fast Kyle was with all that damage. Like, it's so weird, like how finicky they are about any sort of, you know, damage on these cars. And you see a car just like all duct taped and he's like running fine. Like, I mean, I don't know if you guys right. remember, but he was like pushing the hell out of Bubba. Yep. Yeah. And him and Bubba were on the outside and just giving all kinds of shit to, I think it was Blaney and Cendric on the inside. And they were like passing them and keeping up with them. It's just so funny how a damaged car in the draft can still be that fast. Golly, that was oh. close. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, Joey had him all the way down the back. Joey just did something there. Either Joey did something oh, bad oh, or oh, William just did something extra good on his lap to, to just really Damn, gain out close. of four. But wow. I thought Joey had him there for sure. He had like half a car length on him going down the back. Stretch. Had to clip the apron, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, Let's get something. a little too low. I mean, they were talking about wins on the front stretch or something earlier in the first round. I wonder Head if there's some yeah. factor of that where William got kind of lucky and Joey not so lucky. So we'll see what uh Larson on track now, see if he can do anything else in his fellow Hendrick uh car here. I swear to God, if Hendrick locks out the front row again. That'd be crazy. <laughs> what do you mean if? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be a Ford front row. I really did. I thought for sure. I was like, nope, Hendrick's uh, done. How about Pastrana and Jimmy? Both that's, so, that's so that's so. Cool. I, I think it. that's the best outcome it's, as far as the oh, other yeah. cars are concerned. Hundred percent. Like obviously, obviously, Jimmy, we love Jimmy, but Pastrana being in there is it's Pastrana, so cool. Well, Pastrana's like he's just nobody who knows of Travis Pastrana can have a bad opinion about him. He's just right. like exactly. such a cool, genuine dude. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And he's a badass. So yeah, hopefully that doesn't age horribly. <laughs> someone, someone time stamp this give us a <laughs> reference to go back to that'll be our claim to fame whenever zach said the most ironic statement when travis Estran is canceled in a couple months or something have y'all noticed too they're blurring out their dash cams now oh that was kind of yeah. cool how they're yeah they talked get, about that earlier i get why I think, it's just interesting i don't think i don't think last year you had as square of a shot because i think the camera was more on top of the helmet so i don't think there was as square of a shot onto the gauges or the mm-hmm. dash whatever you want to call it i feel like with the cameras last year you're looking more at the roof of the car than anything yeah, yeah. I like this. this is more of like an it's, f1 angle isn't it this is kind of like mm-hmm. where the that, f1 camera is much better shot here for sure briscoe really holding on here well, somebody get on that front row besides a hendrick car <laughs> well if it's not briscoe it's going to be hendrick because it's just bowman left Jeez. Wow, yeah. Yeah, you got bodied. I could not have been more incorrect with my qualifying predictions. Like I said, I I will bet Hendrick front row until proven otherwise. Yeah. It's a safe bet to make. Look at Jeff Gordon, you smug fuck. I want that hat. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bowman, what you got, bud? I mean, I'm not a Bowman fan, but I want him to get on the front row. I want him to get it. Get your get your accolade. Yeah, do something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I like seeing historic moments happen. So go for it. You get a Bowman. <laughs> like Bowman accomplishing something. Mm-hmm. Oh. That would be pretty historic. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. That was rude. <laughs> it's accurate, though. Yeah. So I think Bowman is going to have a better year. I think with the crew chief change to Blake Harris, I think he's going to perform really well. I mean, we'll look see. at what Blake Harris did with the 34 last year. It, it was yeah. impressive. That car was up there in the top 10 mm-hmm. quite a few times. So, I like how Andrew sounds like a professional podcaster, and I just feel like I'm rambling. <laughs> <laughs> he's, so, like, he's bringing up all these good talking points. So. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, I think it's going to happen. I think... He might get two. Yeah, that it made my (laughs) voice deeper. I can already feel it. Uh, I think he gets two wins this year, which for him, I I agree with that. No way. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I guess that'll... Joe thinks a Hendrick car is going to do well. That, that'll be that'll be our first uh, bit on the on the pod. Is oh Joe says anything about Hendrick? No way, of course. That, that's a hundred percent. That's a bit before the podcast exists. That's true. So, what's your guys' order on Hendrick cars this year? Who's going to be the best and the worst? I'll go last since I'm the homer. I think Larson's still going to be one. I mean, uh, he didn't he didn't do quite as good last year as he did the year before. Um, probably because Daddy Hendrick wasn't juicing up his car as much last year. Um, tinfoil hat moment. But, <laughs> I mean, I still think he's going to be a top performer. I think him and Chase will be close. Um, I, I want William to, to, to show out some more. I mean, he did, like, do really well in the past couple of years compared to, like, previous years. I kind of showed his worth in that seed, I guess you could say. But um, still don't think he's quite up there the larson chase level and i think bowman's still going to be number four unfortunately how about you zach it's hard to pick between chase and larson um you know they they can go back and forth you know i I think i do think there is something to the theory that that five car had a little something extra in it first year larson was there um but i think on raw skill chase and larson probably pretty close um but i don't know i i I was listening to the hamlin podcast and he was really high on byron and like i don't know that just i respect denny and his opinions a lot so i just feel like if denny's seeing something in byron then maybe there's actually something there and maybe byron is gonna have a bit of a breakout year so we'll see um but my initial prediction is probably chase above larson and then Byron third, and again, Bowman fourth. Okay, so I guess I'm a little different than everybody here. Uh, the beginning of the season last year, Willie B was good. He was dominating he a was, lot of the races. He, he was leading a lot of laps. Sure was. And, you know, he kind of hit a wall about halfway through the season and fell off. I think he's going to be what, the Hendrick car this year. I think what makes Hendrick really powerful and really annoying from somebody who's not a Hendrick homer is their drivers seem to like cycle hots hot spots like so like one driver in particular will be hot and then he'll kind of fall off and then all of a sudden chase is hot and then all of a sudden he falls off and then and larson's hot like they they, there's always somebody who seems like is firing off really good in the hundred yeah and so i think byron's gonna be the top car this year i think it'll be probably larson and then I'm kind of up in the air here because I do think that Bowman takes a step forward. I think he might take mm. that third spot and Chase is last. See, wow. I find that I Chase last. I don't know. I'm not a Chase fan. As my memes <laughs> have made very clear. But <laughs> I don't know. Putting him last? That's bold. That's bold. We'll see. Maybe you're right. Hey, yeah. That's one of his bold predictions for the year. That's right. Like, that's so. that's, there that's you a go. bold one. You don't put money on it, Andrew? Um, <laughs> how, how much we talk about here? Maybe do some water bets. <laughs> I'm saying it's easy. It's easy to make a make a bold prediction with uh, nothing really on the line. So, I mean, if you truly if that's truly your thought, then you shouldn't have any money putting any problem putting money on it, right? Oh, hey. <laughs> so, so okay, okay. We'll talk about it later. Talk about it later. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, Joe, <laughs> let me guess. Chase first. Um, <laughs> Jeez, you are right. I, and fourth somehow. <laughs> I I agree. I, I I think it's still until proven otherwise. It's it's Chase and Kyle. I mean, really interchangeably. I obviously will lean Chase because I'm a Chase fan. Um, but I I really do like some of y'all. I have high expectations for William this year. I I do think he takes that step forward and maybe wins three or four races and kind of makes a deep run in the playoffs. I don't know about a championship, but I, maybe he can get to the final four. Who knows? And I think Alex, like you said, um, will be good with this new crew chief. And I think he can pop off a few wins, but he still will be, I think fourth, if we're going to rank Hendrick drivers. So, so my question is, what are we going? How are we going to rank this at the end of the season? Are we going to go by final standings? What do you mean? Like gonna, playoffs like... and like, so are we going to say the I guy think... that finished 
third, but with one win is better than the guy that finished sixth with five wins. I don't know. It's it's going to be a, I think there's a tricky conversation to be had around that because like the playoffs do add a bit of randomness to everything. So saying who went further in the playoffs, is that really who was the better driver? I don't know. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a mix. I think you're going to have to mix some, you know, different things into it to really come up with a, who did better. And I think it'll become clear as the season goes on, you know, you'll see who runs well and stuff like that. You know, I mean, you look at like, I don't know. Just like how random the, the playoffs can be. Like, you know, look at Kyle Busch in, at Darlington, right? Running up front, then all of a sudden motor blows and he's out. So it's like, who makes it further into the playoffs? <sighs> Depending on what happens, I don't know if that's really a good barometer for that or not. I like I like average finish. I like to look at that. Yeah. Um, wins, average finishes and wins is good. And, you know, you take playoff runs into consideration for sure. I'm just, not, I'm just saying it's not the end-all be-all for yeah. a good season or not bad season. I agree. Or, it's, it's complicated. Is yeah, average, average wins kind of tricky too, because I mean, who was it that like won a championship without winning a race? Who you know? Remember that? Like he was like was that Crafton? Yeah, someone he's Trucks. like top in points, and he literally like never won a race just because he was consistently running like top ten. Didn't which Kenseth again, obviously, do that? Is something we said for running. I think it was yeah. I want to say Kenseth. I think it was Kenseth. Yeah, or well, I mean, obviously, there's something to be said for for being that consistent, running that high up, but it's like. Can you really say that they performed the best the whole season without any wins on the entire season? It's like ah, I don't know, just, man. Because just like know. uh Hamrick with his Xfinity, he didn't win until the championship race. This right. when he needed to. So this sounds like it'd be know. a fantastic argument sometime in November. I agree. <laughs> Fair point. We'll take we that. Really, one, we won't really have any idea until then because then you can like look at the whole picture and see how they did. Because it, it is really you know, we have all these metrics to measure driver performance, but it's really a combination of them all. It's not one specific, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm just going to kind of go over some silly season stuff. Uh, I guess I'll start with trucks, maybe a little Xfinity, and then we'll move to Cup. Um, KBM moving to Chevy in the trucks. Uh, we got Chase Purdy in the four. Jack Wood in the 51. Anybody see anything there? <laughs> Yeah, see a lot of wrecks happening. There you go. A lot of wrecks. A lot of dumb moves. I like. I've 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 just lost interest in trucks. Really, I I I think it's. I don't know. In my opinion, Xfinity is obviously the best racing. Trucks. Yeah. Trucks. I would. Oh, I don't know. Last year, I will say Cup definitely stepped up. The mile and halfs were amazing, but Mm -hmm. I think Trucks put on a pretty good show. Obviously, it can be a wreck fest, but there is some good racing there. Um, but with the KBM trucks, Chase Purdy, I think is kind of, a an underrated driver. He was doing really well in the, uh, 61 Atori truck last year. Um, I don't have the betting odds for the truck series up, but I'm sure his odds are pretty, pretty high. I would, I'd, I'd make that bet. Um, on that, I mean, you got Raja Karuth in the 24 for a full season. Uh, he's in trucks now. Yeah. Yeah, he is. That'll be good. Yeah, I, I, I like that move. Good for him. Uh, Eckes in the 19 instead of Kraus. Did I see Deegan is in uh, Thor Sport now? Yes, Deegan is in the 13 think... taking over for Sodder. Interesting. Wow. I'm glad <laughs> Ty Majeski is still there. That, that's, that was my big concern. I did see she was supposed to go to Thor Sport. I was like, oh, God. So the, the only driver I'm really following is Ty Majeski in truck. So there's some news with Ty, and Uh-oh. they just announced somebody was going to drive the 66 truck part-time. He's in the 98 now. He is in the 98, which yeah. I like. Um, I think it's, you know, it's the same truck still, just different number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah he's, I, I'm interested to see what he can do this season. He's got a chance. Ben Rhodes obviously has a chance to win it. Um. I don't know. Hopefully it's a good season. Racing Friday. I'm ready for Daytona yeah. races. That'll probably That's be what... the only truck series race I watch all year. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I enjoy just, them. Dude, I enjoy like, them. Fox broadcast sucks, right? When it's the Fox A team on Sunday, it sucks. And then you put the D team in for trucks. <laughs> dude, I, it's unbearable. I just I mean, can't I've said, do it. I've said this from, I mean, I've said this for a while. Zach, you 
hopped on this train. But in yes. my mind, Fox, the, I think a large reason why Fox is so bad is they use it as a almost like a training ground or a starting point for a lot of their like TDs, cameramen, like just kind of everyone on the production side of things. Just like as, you know, hey, here's here's where you're going to start so you can make a crap ton of mistakes and no one's really going to care. It's NASCAR or whatever. And then once you kind of prove your salt and get some experience, they'll move you up to basketball, football, baseball. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems very much like they have their, you know, not only the broadcasting team, but the production team as well. Um, and I like I, the more I kind of build on that theory, the more I like really believe that's that's what they do. Um, so, I mean, even Sunday Fox is still their D team. So you can only imagine what, you know their friday night trucks you know what their team is like brand new guys right out of production school right out of college coming in it's in my mind it's just not yeah. a good product yeah yeah i 100 percent buy into that i had on top of that the truck racing product is just not great either i mean you know what i mean it's like a c fixed out there on iRacing. it's just yeah a bunch of wrecks it's just like guys not know what they're doing stupid mistakes pushing their nose and where it shouldn't go just not knowing what they're doing which is what it's for you know it's there to learn but just doesn't mean the racing product's going to be great you know yeah i think the lack of respect you know starts there and we're, we're kind of seeing it move up in series two uh, we saw it kind of yeah. had the clash it's... Well, i mean that's that seems to be sort of like the progression right like you you saw it in arca first hmm. and now arca has just become this horrible thing to, like i don't even <laughs> i don't even know what arc is anymore it's just like a mess like i just i i have and i mean i'm sure you guys heard me say it but say it first say for our um, single listener out there um i am of the belief that they should just nuke arca as it is and replace it with a premier super late model series that would be cool i agree 100 percent with that like arca is just so broken there's like two competitive cards every week you know, mm-hmm. Daytona, they'll have like 50 entries, but then they'll continue the season and they'll have like 10 cars and, you know, two of them will be fast and the other eight will just wreck all the time or break. And it's just, it's a mess. It's, it's so broken and everybody just wrecks and they're terrible. Who's that one chick that was, that was lifting at Daytona <laughs> last year? Tony. Like, yeah. Like, what whatever. are you doing? How do you, how do you get into a stock car, get to Daytona and lift like how does that happen well and the best part how do you think that's the right thing to happen the best part about that is she was asked if she was lifting she says no they then again ask her later in the race if she's lifting she says no she is then involved in an accident and the drivers that were involved in the accident get out and say why the hell is she lifting mm-hmm. like there's somebody like that should not be in the car first of all you should know before you're in the car that when you go to daytona talladega you're not lifting and if you are you're just blipping the throttle barely you you know maybe drag the brakes a little bit but full-on lifting when going into the turns what are you doing yeah i mean there's only one proponent of arca that i'm actually excited about this year and that is frankie munez in arca i would Mm. like to see him do well I agree. You know, he I he has been a car fan ever since I've been aware of Frank Muniz. Like I'm pretty sure he bought the um Jetta from the original Fast and the Furious movie shortly after that movie came out. He did. Like wow. he was he's always been a big car fan. So, you know, I'm I'm excited for him. I'd like to see him do well. Um I saw an interview with him like last year talking about Arca and how he wanted to get into it and try it and stuff like that. So it, it would be really cool to see him do well. But Apart from that, like, I just, ugh, I could not give a shit less about Arca. I yeah. agree. Yep. Well, and I think with Frankie coming in and doing races, I think it could bring in some viewership. I really hope they kind of lease the field better. And, and maybe that's it. Make maybe it they, not maybe a joke. Maybe there needs to be more of that. I could see it. I don't know. It's just not the proving grounds it used to be. No. Well, they just let people go out there and do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. And and then it's just now no, they just go straight to truck. Money's bill. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's it, it <laughs> it's not like like Andrew said. It's not the learning ground that it once was. It's just rich kids that are like, oh, I want to go racing. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the truck series. Uh, Xfinity. I, there's well, Gosh. this is this one is what gets me. Cole Custer back in the Xfinity series full time, driving this double zero for SHR. Mm-hmm. I mean, championship question mark. I I think he's the championship. He's he's the best odds right now. I think he's plus yeah. three hundred to win the championship. I mean, who's he racing? <laughs> I mean, so Josh Berry, Justin Allgaier, John uh, Hunter, John Hunter, in the full time of the twenty, maybe. Oh, is is John Hunter full time now? Yes. Yeah. Sammy okay, Smith so... in the eighteen, I think, is going to have a real shot at it, and Chandler Smith in the sixteen colleague car. Mm-hmm. I, I I think you better watch watch colleague too. I think they're going to come on to something this year. I agree. They have yeah, they're to. always bad fast. Last year they weren't. Last year they struggled. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I think, mean, I feel bad for Landon, it, but it's it, it is, is worth us. noting that that they're going to have Kyle run five races. Like everybody's like, oh, Kyle wants to go run and, and bushwhack again. I don't think that's what it is. I think Colleague wants because because Kyle won five out of five last time he ran Xfinity yeah. Joe Gibbs. So they certainly want that knowledge, whatever Kyle can offer and help. Yeah help them build their Xfinity program. Because, I mean, right now, JRM is hands down the top Chevy Xfinity Absolutely. team. Absolutely. And you know, so, I mean, I, I think Kali getting Kylan is a great opportunity for them to, to really grow their program. Because, I mean, who better, right? Like, who who has run more Xfinity and won more Xfinity races than Kyle Busch right now? Does he go five for five? <sighs> I don't know. I, I it think depends it, where their car's out. I, mean, I think could. at least I don't know three. where he's racing. Where's he even I, racing? Has that been announced? Not that I've seen. I I'd say seen. at least three. I wouldn't would think he'd my... pick places he sucks at, so. That's true. <laughs> I bet he runs um, one at Vegas. I don't know if he goes five for five, because I just don't believe colleague cars are at that level to go five for five. Like, I mean, that 54 car the year he ran it, that was ridiculous. Anybody that stepped in that was that's just our, really That's a rocket ship, yeah. Him and Ty Gibbs. <laughs> Between them two, like, they won so many races when they were flipping that back and forth. Um. I don't know. I think he gets three. I think three. Yeah. I think it's three a good. Yeah. Uh, one other change: Brandon Jones into the nine, replacing Gregson. Anybody see anything there? Or is it just going to be the uh, no. Brandon Jones of all? Yep. No. Yep. Nope. Like, oh, we're going to take a page out of Joe's book. Prove me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until I see yeah. something different, prove it wrong. <laughs> I'm kind of there just... with Custer. Honestly, prove me wrong because, yes, Custer was a like. Bad fast back in the day, but is SHR still the powerhouse? You know, can they field a championship winning car? Yeah, so I would put that more on SHR, not Cole Custer, because we know Cole Custer can wheel that Xfinity car because he was in it against Christopher Bell and Tyler Reddick. Yeah, two very good drivers. Mm -hmm. Um, and he almost won, but I I, I still remember that his, whoever his crew chief was made like the worst call I've ever seen. <laughs> Like, like throwing a race like I've never seen before because I believe I'm pretty sure he left him out, you know, at Homestead, a place that has yep. horrible tire wear, mm -hmm. and he left him out forever. Yeah. And Reddick was able to gain so much time on fresh tires. It was just every lap went by. I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't, I don't know where Bell was. He was out to lunch. He was nowhere fast. I mean, obviously, Bell's my guy, and was was my guy in that situation. But he was out to lunch. I wasn't even paying attention to where he was at. But it's just like you're watching this go down. Like, why are you leaving him out, my guy? Right. <laughs> Terrible call. Especially when you're so, going I mean, I think against like Reddick, who just dominates who the tracks at like he Homestead. can rip that wall. Yeah, they're yeah, not call the Larson line. It, it ain't the Larson line. line. It's the Reddick line. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean, so I will say, Custer did make some mm -hmm. appearances last year in Xfinity, and he took SS Greenlight to victory lane. So, I mean. We'll just see. I, I a full season in SHR equipment. I don't know if it's there to win the championship. We'll see. Yeah, I I I would put that more on SHR. Show me what you got, not Cole Custer, because I think Cole Custer can drive in the Xfinity Series Cup car. Eh, you know, Ryan Priest and Stewart making him out to look like a slowpoke. I mean that. So going to that, I mean Priest in the forty-one car now. Yeah, he did really well at the Clash, but yeah. What it, How's it going to do elsewhere? Yeah, I mean, that track is perfect for Priest. 
It's a flat, short mm-hmm. track. I mean, that guy's got tons of experience with that. So mm-hmm. we'll see where he where he is. Uh, Priest is a great driver, I think. I mean, he did good in trucks. He had some bad luck uh, a couple of times last <clears> year where he should have won the race and gets taken out. Didn't he win when he was uh, at Nashville, I think? For driving for Joe Gibbs, because he had like a thing where he ran like three or four races for JGR, I think. Am I am I correct on that? I'd have to look that up. I honestly All don't right, know. Up. Try and look that up right now. We got um, the internet. Yeah, we do have. We the do. Racing um, reference. Love it. No, he did Joe Gibbs Xfinity in seventeen and eighteen, and won yeah. at Iowa. He won at Iowa in second at New Hampshire, fourth at Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> And then yeah, one, I think one of those years he like he did something like he did some crazy financial decision. Like whenever you talk about priests and the sacrifice he made, I think that's the year they're talking about. Like he did some crazy thing to buy like three or four races in that car. Hmm. Well, versus running like a full season in some back marker, he like invested everything to run like three or four races in a JGR car, something like that. Last, and then he last year in he trucks, won in twenty. He pretty much sold out to run some races. And that's why, I mean, oh, he did get a win at uh, Nashville in trucks last year. Okay. But, uh, I mean, he got taken out while leading, I believe it was Charlotte. And, uh, I mean, you could see he was visibly upset. And he flat out said, you know, he's put everything he has into this season basically to run trucks and try to get a ride and if he doesn't that's it so great to see him in a cup car yeah yeah i'm excited for him i mean i i I like out of sage camp i hope they do well yeah yeah i you can't help but cheer for anything smokes involved in so speaking of shr kevin harvick's last season (laughs) fuck around and find out here yeah yeah (laughs) cannot wait for that i'm so ready all right, so how many wins does he get? Does he get any? I think no. I don't even care. How many people does he wreck? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll get one or two. You do? I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard to say because Ford has been such like a weird thing in the past mm-hmm. few years. Like ever since 2020, they have just been off. Yeah. Um, they have moments where they look good. And, you know, you say they're off and Joey Logano won the championship last year, but. Right. They they just haven't shown up like like I think Chevy has genuinely been been the most consistent strong manufacturer. Yeah. Um, whether it be horsepower or the noses or whatever, so it's it's really hard to get a good read on on any Ford driver at the moment, and that's why I gave you know going back to the Cole Custer discussion, that's why I gave him so much grace for so long because you just didn't know where Ford was at, so it's like I don't know how good Ford is, so how can I say how good Cole Custer is? Um. But you know, with this new nose design, you know, we're see we just saw qualifying tonight. Um, and Fords were hauling ass at Daytona. Now how does that translate to mile and a half and road tracks? Who knows? Um, but I I think Kevin Harvick is probably good for at least two or three. Yeah. Assuming I, the Fords have decent speed, two or three. I just don't see it. Like he obviously still he won a couple times last year. He's not where Jimmy John yeah, he's not where Jimmy Johnson was his last few years where Jimmy was nowhere to be seen i could definitely see harv still he still definitely has it and he could grab a couple on his way out for sure yeah i think harvick's leaving at a higher point in his career than jimmy did i mean last you know, jimmy's last win was how many years before he actually retired versus like i mean harvick had a incredible season a couple even just a couple seasons ago mm-hmm. so you know i think it's a good time for him to be leaving um 2017, Jimmy Johnson's last win. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I, was tired I didn't realize that. Well, that was a lot further back than I thought it was. The yeah, one like thing. 2020, 2021, which year was it? I think 20. Yeah. So, I mean, three years without a win versus Harvick again, just leaving at a better spot. I think he goes around. Push, I think people will be scared to do any kind of crazy moves on him, too, which, especially with his, you know, attitude this season maybe maybe they will which might give him some better chances at getting some wins but um also might hurt him if he retaliates too hard and creates some feuds but yeah i guess we'll see well hey like we always say he better back up that talk if he's gonna right promise that i hope he does but if like we saw last year no one really except bubba no one really 
paid it back. So right. we'll see. And that was that was instant. These guys, once yeah. these guys get past like a race, and that's why Harvey's like, I'm paying it back in the race. Because once yeah. they get out of the car, like everybody gets pissed off. I mean, we we were all racing, I racing. Something somebody cut you off, you're mad as hell at the moment. Oh yeah. But then, mm-hmm. you know, a week removed, or you know, if you also can't just go out there and flat wreck somebody because NASCAR is going to penalize you, so you have to wait for the right opportunity. And the right mm-hmm. opportunity might not come until four, five, six weeks later. So four, five, six weeks removed from the actual incident, you know, how mad are you still? Right. I, I myself, I don't see him getting a win. I just, I don't see SHR making any kind of improvements to get them up there. I know they have gotten wins last year. I just don't see it. And I think once you kind of admit that you're done, kind of lose that drive. Harvick's, he seems different. Kind of like uh, Zach said, fuck around and find out. We're probably gonna see a lot of that this year. We saw it already at the clash. I don't, I don't see Harvick as a layover kind of guy. I just like, I, I get what you're saying about, you know, uh, I'm on, I'm on the final road, you know, the final tour. We're just waving to the fans and enjoying the, enjoying the moment. Now, nah, Harvick's gonna go out there and he's gonna put his elbows up. That's just the kind of guy he is. Yeah, I, I think he still has it in him to win. I just don't think SHR has it to put him. There. That's the question. That that's absolutely a, good, a fair point. The one thing, just going back to the Jimmy Johnson thing, I, the one thing I want to say in his defense is I think once they started slowing these cars down and put more downforce on them, that mm-hmm. just completely killed him. Oh yeah, for 100%. sure. Yeah. That was it's just not his driving style. No. Well, it's kind of like I Kyle mean, Bush when they took away IndyCar. practice. Absolutely, that's what I was just gonna say. You know, you you look at you look at Jimmy in IndyCar, you know, high downforce cars with all kinds of grip, and he just didn't do that great. Right. You know, I, I he likes a car that he can he can drive with the throttle and and kind of step it out. And those last couple of years, he was in Cup. They took all that power out of that Gen Six. Um, I forget when they came out with the 550 horsepower package. I think it was like 18 or 19. And I think I think Chevys were kind of slow in that era too, because I think that's when Toyotas were running shit. Because I think because when did Martin yeah, Truex win yeah. his championship? Was that 18? I thought it was 17. I, I can't remember, but like yeah. they, seventeen, eighteen, Toyotas were on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was and, when Hendrick wasn't doing so hot. Yeah, Hendrick as a whole year wasn't doing great. So it, it, like, I feel bad for drivers because like they get like this, this stigma on them like that. Like, oh, you suck. Well, it's like it's not that simple. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, sometimes the manufacturer isn't hot. Sometimes the team's not hot. Like, it's just there's a lot of things going on that I think should be taken account for when when assessing a driver you know is what it is so speaking of jimmy johnson we have legacy motor club now taking over for uh his funny name taking over for richard petty i i don't know it's kind of sad to see the richard petty name get out of racing obviously he's still technically an ambassador but it's a new era Petty's been in it for what? Almost well, seventy years. The name. Yeah, I don't care. You don't like care? he just sounds to me like a non-charter team. Yeah, <laughs> you know, is. like it, like it just uh, like, and I know they're you know the two cars are chartered and everything, but just it doesn't sound. It just sounds I don't know too generic to me. I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not a fan of the name. Honestly, sounds like, like something Floyd Mayweather would come up with. Yeah, that's exactly what I think of. I think of his freaking moneymaker or whatever team that is money supposedly team. still hap- yeah, still happening or not happening or who the heck knows. But uh, I don't know. I just I, the name sucks. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Love Jimmy, big Jimmy fan, but could have picked any other name. <laughs> nah, I agree. The name sucks. But from the Richard Petty, Richard Petty perspective, I don't give a shit at all about that. I, I mean, Petty was like the team wasn't shit until GMS got involved. And that's when you started seeing Eric Jones really have some speed. Um, and I just, I don't know. I think Petty's overrated myself. I don't want a dang cheater name in my sport anymore. <laughs> Get him out of here. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've, I've just, I've always had a little bone to pick with Petty and how everybody thinks he's the greatest ever and all that stuff. I disagree. He just had the most money and went to the most races. Exactly. Yeah. Was, there was, that's a, 
this thing with that era. I mean, what what was that we pulled up one time? It was like Ned Jarrett or someone won a race by like three laps or something like that. Yeah. And people just... want to go back to old racing. It's like you realize old racing was that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think it was uh, – hold on. I'm going to Google it right now. But it was one of the Southern 500s. Um, mm-hmm. But he won by like 14 laps. Yeah. Crazy. And I mean, and, and you, you'd think about it. It's just – I don't know. It's just like you, know, you hear all those stories. 500. Guys would race for their laps back. They'd be two laps down and make them back up. It's like, you think they just did that because they were, they like, you know, their car just snorted, snorted some cocaine and just decided it was going to have this like hero, mm-hmm. like miracle moment. I think it's because their car was just juiced up, like way, like spent way more money on that car than anyone else. Yep. I don't know. It's just like, it's just the overglorification of the old days. It's, it's like, just, yeah, the racing was great back then with like the Gen 3s and everything, I'm sure, but. It's just I like mean, going to your local dirt track now. You got the guy with the right. most money winning until you get like yeah. a special show in, and then he's a slow guy out there because those guys have even more money. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, it's just the, I mean, racing's always, it just goes to show like it now we give it a lot of crap. Like, oh, there's no more good old boys in NASCAR coming up from the bottom, making it up. It's like, yeah, racing's always been expensive. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you have the, there were the good old boys back then who, just like you know grab a car work on it themselves build it up get it done and you know working out of their own mechanic shop or something but um just i mean same thing then as it was today to some degree what do you guys think of the legacy drivers how do you think eric jones and noah gregson first full-time season i think they're gonna perform excited to see excited to see Noah up there i mean i'm not a big noah fan Nope. Person. He's he's grown on me a little bit more than he used to. Still don't like him very very much though, but interesting to interesting to see what he's gonna do in cup. Um and I mean Jones, you know, always interesting to see what he's gonna do too. I think Jones has a chance to get at least one win this year, if not two. But Gregson or Ty Gibbs, who gets the first win? Ooh. Better be Ty. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say Ty, yeah. Yeah, I think Ty. Will it be this year? Yes. I think I would say yes. I don't know. I'm. It's tough. I don't know if if that's a fair. Ex- I I mean, we were talking in Discord. I don't know if that's a fair expectation to say he wins this year. But I will say he better make the playoffs this year. Hmm. Assuming we don't have a fifteen winner situation like we did last year. So if we have like a normal like. 11, 12, 13 winners, and their spots for points. Ty most certainly should make the playoffs. I kind of think we're going to sit around 13 winners. I think most of the teams, the top-tier teams, are getting dialed in, know what to expect. I think we're going to see yep. less winners. I, I hope we don't. I hope we have 20 winners. I, you know, but That would be insane. <laughs> it would be. I, I just, like I said, I think the top teams are going to get dialed in. They're going to win more races this year. Um. I guess we'll see, though. I mean, it's days away from the first points race. I am so excited. Cannot wait. Um, So we got the duels coming up tomorrow night. We got six cars fighting for, what is it, four spots? Obviously. Well, no, it's only, it's two now, because Jimmy and Travis are locked, locked in, in on speed. Correct. Zane and who's the other one again? Zane, Chandler, Smith, Connor Daly, and Austin Hill. For two spots. Yep. Who's not coming? Who's not making it? Mm. I'm going Connor Daly. I think Daly. gonna make it. 36. I mean, he was top qualifier out of the four that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. I think 36 generally has speed compared to a lot of the other non-chartered teams, because they do have that. You know, like they, they're consistently yeah. in there with David Reagan running it in the past. You know, for in the yeah. past. I'll go. Like he's Zane. almost always made the show. Go Zane and Connor Daly just for chaos. Not making it or making it? Making it. My two making it. I think Chandler Smith and Zane Smith will make it, which I will say kind of breaks my heart seeing the Beard Motorsports car possibly not make it. Um, They talk about it every year. They have one full-time employee, and that car usually does really well. So I hope they make it. I just don't see... Them making it. Zach, Drake, who do you think's not making it? I don't know. I, I really have a bad read on this year. I don't have any real predictions. I think your 
So what? Who's like a who's a surprise? Not make it kind of thing. Uh, I mean, you got four drivers. Who do you think's out of the four? You got two of them that aren't going to make it: Chandler Smith, Zane Smith, Connor Daly, Austin Hill. Honestly, three of those oh, guys are right. names that I think we're going to hear for. I was writing code. Ever. I thought we were talking about the playoffs, not the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, who are they? Connor Connor Daly, Austin Hill. Who are the other two? Chandler Smith, Zane Smith. Zane's driving for FRM. Chandler's driving for Colleague. Who are the other two driving for? Uh, Connor Daly in the Money Team and Austin Hill in the Beard Motorsports. Connor Daly ain't making it. Um, I think Connor um, and Austin are out. Yeah, I'd, that'd be my pick. There's, there's, there's still like, I mean, you know, Beard's been running for years, but they're still just a two race a year team or whatever they are, four race a year at best. Yep. Um, you know, colleague is still a full cup team now. You yeah. Know, it's you're just not going to beat that. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, he, Austin Hill was is going to have to find a drafting partner that is willing to push him, and mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to find that in the race. Like I said, I'd like to see him make it just because you know that Beard Motorsports team, but I don't know if it's happening. No, I just. It's getting tough. How many how many cars are allowed to start? Is it forty? I believe so. I think yeah. I think it's forty. I, I think we just need to go back to forty three. To be honest, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, agree. I yeah, hundred percent. You know, the idea of this new car was to attract new owners, right? Like that was part of it. And you have we're seeing that. I feel like you know we're seeing interest at least in the Daytona five hundred, and and play tracks maybe not week to week, but you know those are opportunities to get. Get some more people going. Who knows? Maybe Junior would want to run a car if he felt like he had a better shot of getting in. Um, I don't know. Or even just a new owner to the sport. You know, give him a taste of it. I'd like to see Junior at least try and field a car. Just, you know, even if it isn't open, you know, without a, a charter. Just try to get one into the 500. I think he could do it. But... I don't know, maybe next year. Who knows? He might buy a charter. Maybe Rick Ware will actually get theirs taken away from him like we all want. God, I fucking hope so. Yeah, I mean, dude was out there running a V6 tonight. Not literally, but it seemed like it. Might as well have been. Alright, so, got that kind of out of the way. 500 on Sunday, obviously, but uh, how about we keep with the futures and... How about wins? Reddick, does he get two or more wins? Yes. Yes, I think no. I'm I'm taking it back. No, no, really, I'm I'm changing my answer. You don't? I don't think so. Don't think so. I think he gets it, and I think he makes the top four in the championship. It's bold. It is bold. I would say yes, he gets two. I don't know about top four. I'd like to see him there, but. I'd, yeah, I could see him getting two. Okay, how about Bella? Especially with Kyle. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, especially with Kyle on the team, I feel like Kyle could. He's going to push to make some. Or at least, like, you know, he seems like he's a little more team oriented this way around. Just on first glances. I don't know. I'd like to see him kind of revive it, like bring a little more um, fun to that team, and which then subsequently help out uh, Reddick, maybe get a couple. Fingers crossed. I like Reddick. Yep. I'm a I'm a Reddick homer, but I honestly think he's going to do really well in that car. And I think that whole team's just going to perform better this year. Uh, brings me to Bubba. Does he get a win this year? I think so. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he, he did really well last year, multiple tracks, and we saw him compete in the mile and a half. So he got a win there. I think he's yeah. up there. I think he does well, makes the chase this year. I don't know if he makes it past the top 16, but I think he's he makes it. Um, how about Harvick? We we kind of well, no, we already covered that. What am I talking about? Uh, how about Byron? How many wins do you think he's getting? The line right now is a uh, two or more. I think he's good for more. Yeah, I'd say three to four is probably what I pencil in for him. That's where I'm, I'm gonna leaning. go for right at two. Right at two. I'm yeah, thinking the amount of winners we saw this past year. 
Like I could see him getting right out too, you know. I, I think he's getting kind of like Joe said, three or four, but I'm more on the four side. I with how he started out last year, if he can keep that momentum up and for the whole season, he's gonna be hard to beat. So I guess before we go into racing, uh I just got some bets that you know call me crazy, but this one it's did we not talk about Kyle Bush? I know I'm the Kyle Bush homer, but did we not talk about him? <laughs> I, I mentioned I him. We did. He didn't jump in. Yeah. Oh, did I, I, we did. I, I must have been distracted. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about Kyle Bush. RCR Kyle Bush. He wins every Bush. race this year. Every, every race. race. Yep. He, he puts <laughs> the championship away, the regular season championship by the Coke 600. Realist, realistically, <laughs> how many races does he get? <sighs> this one's hard for me. If he got two, I'd be happy. As a KB fan, if you got if you got two this year, I'd be happy. I mean, he should have got zero last year. So if he can get two, I'd be. Depends how you impressed. say should. Depends how you look at should. If Chase Briscoe, okay, yeah, you're right, but you're I right. mean, if if that caution didn't come out at Vegas, he would have had that. So this is how you define should. I don't know. I think I think he one one win last year was probably fair for him. For last year. Okay. If if he could double that this year, I think I'd feel pretty good. Two wins in an RCR car. It's kind of bold, in my opinion. I do I think he helps that team out. How about Austin oh, yeah. Dillon? None. Zero. Zero. Okay. He got Calbush destroyed him in qualifying today. That's <laughs> that's so that's so unimportant. I don't know. I I think Austin I could get one. Corey Lejoy thinks Austin Dillon's good for one a year. I think. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like Austin Dillon. So. Does anybody? Fair enough. Yeah. Um. Okay. So now I guess I'll move on to the some of my bets that I'm really liking. Obviously, I like Tyler Reddick at plus fifteen hundred to win the championship. I just like I said already. I think he takes that forty five car. And performs really well. I think Toyota has taken a step forward. Uh, it sounds like their problems that they had on road courses and short tracks has been addressed. And we saw that at the clash with Truex coming out. And, and well, actually, all of the Toyotas performed really well. So I like Reddick with those odds to win the championship. And one that this is the one that I think everyone's just going to call me crazy. I called the person that I heard it from. It's Larkin8 on Twitter. Austin Dillon plus 25,000 to win wow. the championship. <laughs> and this is, in my mind, the dumbest bet you could make. But then the more I thought about it, so you get those odds, you put $10 on it. If he does happen to just luck into a win and he makes the top 16, those odds are going down drastically from plus 25,000 to plus 2,000. You're going to get a cash out offer three, four times what you put in. Mm -hmm. So then yeah, sure. what happens if he wins at Talladega and he makes right. it to the top 12? Now <sighs> your buyout is even higher. I mean, you could be walking away with just an awesome buyout. And honestly, I'm thinking about putting two bets in. Just two, like, $5 bets. Nothing. You know, no big money. One he can cash out. One he can hold Let on it to. ride. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at those odds, I mean, plus 25,000. You can't tell me RCR doesn't have a shot to field a championship winning car. Especially with this format that we have. I mean, Dylan almost won, what was it, second to last race last year? They finished second. So, I don't know. It's it's a dumb bet, but I'm making it. <laughs> I like it. Um, and then just some early Daytona 500 looks. I'm not really putting anything on because we don't know where people are qualifying. We don't even know who's all making the race. Uh, Noah Gregson to win, plus 5,000. He's a strong super speedway racer. We've seen him win in Xfinity. 
the 43 car performs really well. We see Eric Jones at the front every year. I think he, Gregson could be up there at the end of this race. He was actually doing really well in the uh, Beard Motorsports last year. I think he was top five and was involved in the wreck with 10 to go. Um, again, Eric Jones, he's always up there. Another long shot, and this guy, I think, has to... He's there to prove himself because he just lost his ride for the season. Todd Gillen at plus 10,000. He's got to perform. He lost his ride. You guys agree? Yeah. I mean, two years ago, FRM, victory lane. So, right. Plus 10,000. Yeah, it could happen. Um, and then my final one is Kyle Busch. I think Biggles will like that one. I <laughs> I think Kyle is out to prove himself, prove that you know, Joe Gibbs made a mistake. And I think Kyle Bush will be there at the end. And my other, my only bet besides for that is Gregson top five at plus 650. Let's put a little bit of money on that. Like I said, I think he'll be there at the end. Speaking of NASCAR, NASCAR pack in Rocket League is on sale right now. Ooh. Fun fact. Good old Rocket League. Yeah. Well, on that note, you guys got anything else you would like to talk about? I think about covers it. Yeah, I think we probably uh, hit it. I don't Rocket know anything League about was... bets. I give people terrible advice, <laughs> but that's about it. Well, we got races for the next, what, four days? Heck yeah, yeah. so excited. Boy. Let's yeah. get it, baby. Duels tomorrow night, trucks Friday, Arca Xfinity Saturday, and then Cup on Sunday. Let's hope for good weather. I think they're 100%. calling for rain this weekend, which not good. But ah, uh, that would suck. Don't t don't say that. I'll do my rain. That'd dance. be so deflating. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my rain dance. I'll try to make it happen. Uh, that sounds like cultural appropriation <laughs> so uh, <laughs> man I don't know what to say after that one um, <laughs> on that note yeah on that, that note uh, I will be you posting sure like, more, subscribe. more bets throughout the week uh, on my twitter picks by fits check it out uh, might do a little bit of audio recording for it Maybe some video. Who knows? Uh, I don't know if you guys want to join. You're welcome to. I want to thank you for joining, obviously. Yeah. Thanks for being thank here. Absolutely. Looking forward to a great season and podcast. Yeah, Amen. it's going to be fun. Yeah, Get it. I agree. I can't wait to make fun of Joe for his horrible opinions. Really <laughs> oh, oh, come oh. on. Bring it let's, on, baby. Let's do this. Let's do this. We've, we've missed oh, one thing. Old predictions. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm not Michael going McDowell first. will win a race. What was that? Michael McDowell will, will win a race this year. Michael McDowell will win a race. Okay. Road course or super speedway? Or neither? Yes. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> Joe? Uh, one of mine was going to be um, a non-full-time driver will get a road course win. So like Jimmy or whatever road course ringer gets brought in. Maybe that Project 91, the thing that Trackhouse does. Oh, yeah. That'd be something. Have they announced who's doing that this year? Not that I've seen. Um, Is Dinger full-time? Yeah. Dinger is full-time, yes. Okay. So he doesn't count. Okay, interesting. Let's go with... Who was in the Final Four last year? Trackhouse? Kate, Hendrick, Joe Gibbs, and Penske. Penske doesn't make it past around the 12. Ooh. Really? Okay. I like I, it. I, I pulled it completely out of my ass. It's based on absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a couple. SHR gets zero wins this season. Mm. And Priest is the highest finisher. Ooh. Yeah. My other one... Gregson and Jones both win. Okay. Byron has the most wins this season. And Trackhouse struggles this year. 
I don't think they break the top 12. I do 12. believe that. I buy that one. Yeah. Okay. Full predictions. All right. So on that note, uh, let's wrap it up. I want to thank everybody for listening to the first episode of Green White Checkered Podcast. Uh, again, we'll be doing this weekly and sometimes bi-weekly. So make sure to subscribe and thanks again.